oh, oh, oh. If you're like me, you're loving the fall. I got the fleece out. I got the jeans out. It is just so comfy. Mm. And if uh, you love fall, the other thing that fall brings is three uh, uh, chances for you to see me and Jenny. And on the West Coast, you can see Fumi uh, at our different live things happening. So uh, October 14th, um, there's going to be our Hack City stand-up show. That's uh, at, Ca I'm sorry, that's at uh, Union Hall uh, in Brooklyn. So you can check that out October 14th. Uh, October 20th, if you're in Los Angeles, you can see uh, Hack City West Coast. That's with Fumi. That's at Hotel Ziggy uh, in uh, West Hollywood. And then on October 28th, we're doing a live uh, uh, Asian on Asian podcast. So we're going to do a live uh, taping. It's, that's going to be at Caveat. Uh, that's in Lower East Side in New York City. That's also going to be live streamed. Okay, so uh, you can get tickets for all that in the episode description. Again, that's October 14th, Hack City stand-up show. October 20th in LA, Hack City uh, in West Hollywood. And then October 28th, a live uh, episode recording that's a caveat uh, and uh, yeah come check us out bring the kids maybe don't bring the kids but bring yourself and bring some good friends and come hang out with us man we'll see you soon what's the parting word of wisdom <sighs> don't help anybody don't help yeah. people <laughs> do not help another living soul live only for yourself <laughs> live for yourself Okay, this is the Asian Not Asian podcast. I'm your host, Mike Nguyen. I'm Jenny Arimoto. And we are here in this lovely studio um, that does not in any way smell like weed. Okay, <laughs> It smells so poopery fresh. It's really fresh. And it is a great place. And we're I love giving this place money. <laughs> so... It feels good to be here in this environment. It feels on a good to be Saturday here morning on a beautiful Saturday morning in a place that doesn't smell like weed. Does at all. not smell like weed at all. Uh, yes, uh, this is the podcast with all your favorite Asian friends. Again, I'm Mike Nguyen, and this is Jenny Aramoto. Uh, we're going to get started with what we uh, always do, which is just give some Patreon shoutouts. Um, we have just one today. We, we've been getting a lot of Patreon, so just hang tight. We're, we're getting to y'all. Um, but we got one and we really want to stop at this, this one person because it's really cool. And if, if you guys don't know, Patreon is the best way to support the podcast. It's patreon.com slash Asian on Asian pod. And, uh, you, uh, can become a patron and then we do all sorts of fun stuff of which one of them is give you a shout out on the podcast, guess what ethnicity you are. Um, and this guy, we really, really have to guess because he gave us, I don't want to say how much. But I will say it is too much. <laughs> really? It was. It's a significant amount of cash. I mean, it's not like I'm. Uh, it's not like I can move to the Cayman Islands. But it is. I, it was. I. I was like, mm -hmm, somebody made a mistake. You know? <laughs> it was that much money. So uh, this guy, Peter, I think is how you uh, say his last name is Shu X U. Shu Shu. Chinese. Man, we can't just stop like that. I know, but he's like, okay, he's Chinese. Yeah. He, um, okay, <laughs> do I keep going now? I'm yeah. like, okay. Keep going. And, yeah, don't even stop me. Peter Shu, Chinese. Um, he just, the reason why he just dropped a bunch of money yeah. is because um, 
he just uh, took over a new hedge fund. <laughs> He's the head uh-huh. of a new hedge fund. Ooh. Um, and he... Actually, like, he seems like he is a business guy, but deep down, he's an arts guy. Yo. He really, (laughs) really appreciates the arts. And He's an artist or he's he's an arts guy? No, he's an, he was an artist, but he, he was like too good at finance. Oh, shit. And he's like a wonder kid at finance. (laughs) And they're like, they're like, Peter, you're just too good at money. Don't waste your time on this. And he's like, but I love art. And he's like, but he has so much talent with finance and hedge funding. Oh my God, your models are so good. Yeah. And so then he, so then he just like, took over this hedge fund i'm gonna be honest i don't know what a hedge fund is i i am saying it right now but i don't know what it is so i'm gonna imagine that he's putting together models he's putting mm. he's putting cash in places oh his risk assessments are so yeah sharp. he's Just like always he's right. funding things left oh, and right man, every hedge you can he's, see he's, he's meeting hedges he's funding hedges oh left, hedges left right. and right it's so many hedges but then he was like came into all this money he's like i'm gonna do i'm gonna put it where i want to put it yes and that's art Wow. <laughs> it's sad if you yeah. think about it. It is beautiful. sad. So, Peter, it's beautiful that, yeah, like, thank you so much. But I hope that you're able to finally sculpt and find the time to do that. I swear to God that, like, half the times I talk to a Asian person who has, like, a regular-ass job, yeah. like, like, half the time, if you if you really, if you get them comfortable enough and you go, you know, wait, what else would you like to do? It's always something like, you know, be a baker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No matter who it is. You can, I swear to God, Andrew Yang, deep down, that motherfucker just, he just wants to do stand-up. That's what he wants to do. That, you he know just what wants I'm stage time? He just wants stage time. I mean, he he opened for, I don't know, he introduced like I don't know, Dave Chappelle a while ago. I, I swear to God, that's all he wants. Yeah. That's, that, you know what I'm saying? This is what happens. <laughs> so um, thank you very much, Peter. Thank you, Peter. And again, if you want to support the Patreon and and give us your hedge fund money like Peter has, <laughs> it's patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, and, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy to be here. We got a great guest and he's been on the podcast a few times. He's really a buddy. I don't even want to, you know what? You know what? No, you know, shut up. You know, you know when, uh, you, you know when somebody. Graduated to buddy. <laughs> yeah. Buddy of the podcast. Yes. Uh, you know when somebody is not a guest in your house anymore and mm-hmm. you like stop serving them? You're like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know where the cups are. Just get like, your own goddamn water, water, glass you of water. piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm, no, I'm not going to give you toilet yeah, paper. I brought my own headphones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how do you want to be introduced? Do you have any like new things you want to be like? No, you know? nothing. Truly really? nothing. Really? Nothing. You can say leech. You can say uh, slug. You can say uh, mass. Um, okay. So um, this guy, oh man, he is not even from phylum chordata. Okay. Invertebrate, Woody Foo. <laughs> yeah, you're looking very um, slug-like today. Thank you, thank you. Um, also, during the Patreon bit, I was like, "Oh, I see. You just fluff your Patreon people. We will fluff the <laughs> of shit." Of course. I, I, that, I was like, I should donate like a hundred dollars just so you can be like Woody Foo has a gigantic, gigantic <laughs> penis and is great at sex and <laughs> is very handsome. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Woody, yeah. you don't have $100. Uh, I know this, okay? I know this. I was saying hypothetically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we um, won't return I it. I know I don't. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, well, we're we're, we're uh, going to start off with uh, our, our, our question here. Jenny, do you, do you have something ready to go? You can ask me first if you want. Mike, why don't you go first? Okay, go for it. <laughs> Mike, what kind of Asian were you this week? Uh, I was an EMT Asian. Okay. Oh, okay. So actually, last time you and I recorded <clears throat> here, or maybe like 
I don't know, two, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're done. Uh, it's a beautiful day. We're walking and we walk through. Um, I have to meet my wife. So I'm walking to the G train. We walk to the G train together. Right? That's right. And we stop by, what is it, Ninth Street Smith, Ninth Smith Street Station, uh, the FG stop there. <clears throat> and we say goodbye and I go up the, the fucking, you know, to the platform. Mm hmm. And there's a uh, and there's a there's like a lady there, and two people are helping her. She's she's like an older lady. She's got a cane, and she's just like just barely standing. Like she's almost at the top of the flight of the stairs, but she's just like barely hanging on. And these two people are helping her. And I thought maybe they knew each other. They get her like up to the top, and it, it's clear to me now that they don't know each other. They, okay. they they're all just helping her out, and they get her to the top there, and they're like, okay. Well, are you okay? And she's just kind of like, you know, she's not really responding. So she just, <clears throat> she, uh, they just kind of leave her at the top of the stairs because they don't, you know, sort of the job is done. But I'm standing there looking at her. I'm like, she could easily just fall right back down the stairs. Uh huh. So uh, I go over there and I, um, my wife always makes fun of me because I'm always like asking people if they need help. She, mm -hmm. she says this is a big problem of mine. And <laughs> she mocks you for your compassion. Yeah. <laughs> She's not wrong. In New York City, you never know if 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 somebody's going to like pull off their mask and and they're mm -hmm. actually like I don't know a deer. And uh, so, <laughs> like classic story. Classic. Uh, so I go over there and I'm like, hey, do you need help? You know what's going on? And she's just like, she's completely out of it. Yeah. And I'm just like, have you been doing drugs? Have you been? You know, are you okay? You know, she's like, Rrr. and I'm just like standing there. And at a certain point, I'm I'm helping her stand up. This is it. I um, just have to help her. Mm -hmm. I walk her. I, I walk her a little bit. I, it's clear she's not walking. I'm, it's clear that she's not going anywhere. She's okay. just going to stand there. I don't know how for how long. And I would never do any of this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I wouldn't even notice it, to be honest. Really? It was just... It I would actively ignore it. <laughs> it was just especially, like, precarious. I just felt... Because I, I have, you know, don't get me wrong. I see and ignore stuff like this all the time. But yeah. it just seems pre especially precarious. Yeah. Uh, and then I call... The MT, I called 911 and I was like, I don't know what to do here, right? This person could hurt themselves. I, that's all. Call the, the MT the, and I, I rope in this other person who was like kind of looking at us, this, this some construction worker type dude. And we get her over to a bench. We sit her down and, <clears throat> you know, several trains are going by, you know, the, the construction guy leaves. I'm there and, you know, I call, call it this in. And I'm like, you know, we need this, and this is what she looks like, and I think this is what's going on. She's just not responsive. Uh, wait a long time. Finally, the EMT show up. Right. This is, I mean, this is why I don't do it, because now the <laughs> next involved. three hours of your life. Yeah, no, I am involved. And it wasn't that long, but it was like maybe I was waiting for like 20 minutes. Um, the EMT show up. <laughs> the, the EMT guy, the, these are FY, FDNY guys. The, the, the FDNY guy, he he's... He's kind of a smart ass. He's like, you couldn't have helped her down the stairs? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh she was already God. talking. I forgot you were highly trained. Yeah. You know, like, anyways, yes, first responders, we should support them. So <laughs> they, they, they get up there. You. Yeah, they get up there and they're like, okay, they're locking to her. And, and actually, she had been sitting there and she kind of like comes to. Okay. So I was like, oh, great. So now I just I just called the EMTs on someone who's like taking a nap, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. but they're talking to her and they're talking to her and they're like, okay, sir, thank you so much, blah, blah. So I, I just kind of like stand off to the side. It's going and they're and they're talking to her. I hear something, you know, I think something about methadone. I think she's, that's, that's uh, something I hear. So okay. I'm like, well, maybe she would, had done some of that and 
she's getting over drugs or whatever and whatever. So that's happening. But then the police come uh-huh. and it's like these, it's two uh, women police officers. And I was like, why are the police here? Yeah. You know? And I, and then I felt like I was like, I've, I have I made this much worse? You know? I see. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, I was trying to do someone a solid and yeah, I was just like, yeah. really? I didn't know who else to call. There is no like, there, I mean, honestly, it is nine one one. You're supposed to call nine one one, I assume, and and have the EMT come. I, I I couldn't put a caveat like, please do not right. send. Armed but now, but right. now you're police. sending this person to be processed by a corrupt system. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I felt terrible. Uh, I still got on my train and left. But like, I didn't know. <laughs> I was know, gonna say, like, what can you do at this point? I don't know. I wasn't gonna go up there, and uh, you know, and 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 actually, I mean, this is something. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about this later on in another episode, but Jane and I, you and I were hanging out yesterday, and I kept seeing NYPD doing different things, of yeah. which they were wildly, um, you know, not trained Unim- for. And unimportant. Yeah, it too. was not, mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? So this was another one of those things, and I was like, is she, this is a, this is, this lady is not a threat physically, mm-hmm. okay? Right, <laughs> she right. is, she is uh, just barely hanging on there. She's got a cane. She's... You know, older. I'm like, there. I don't know. I don't know what they were there for. Right. And I, I, you know. And then I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, get in there and like videotape it? I don't right. know what was gonna happen. So I felt very conflicted about the whole thing. Yeah. So on the one hand, I was like, should I have just done nothing? Mm. Maybe yeah. I should have done nothing. Yes. This is this is the futility of acts of kindness and in, uh, inherently broken systems. Yeah. Mike, haven't you seen The Wire? Haven't you seen The Wire? You get it. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't as seen I was The Wire yet. As I was calling 911, I, I was like, this is just like The Wire. Oh my God, I'm... <laughs> I'm 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 uh, McNulty right now. You know? I mean, this is why when I'm on the train, the only help I offer, and this is true, the only time people come up to me to ask me for stuff on the train is another Asian holding a envelope with a hastily scribbled address on it yeah. that's like been folded over, uh-huh. over and they, they clearly yeah. have been lost for like forty minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. And they come up to me, yeah. of course, and they just start speaking in Chinese or whatever language gesturing at the address yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with, yeah. with like the wild like I'm like fear eyes right and then I have to be like oh god okay it has to be me it has, has to, to be you yeah. yes. like there it cannot be anyone you else you know what's interesting that has happened to me has that ever happened to you like mm-hmm. an Asian person comes up to you that is- sometimes but I think not that not that often but I don't know why why is that I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're if you're here in New York, why are people? Gone up to you? Yeah, I'm like, why aren't people asking me for directions? <laughs> you look too Americanized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We need nice I bet boys. When I had my blonde hair, people didn't come no. to me, especially because they're like, no, that girl's clearly no. yeah, she's on drugs. Yeah, no, she's she's, some, she's not one she's of us. She's too lit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I need a nice boy like yeah. Woody or Mike. Yeah. yeah, somebody with glasses. Yeah, totally. someone wearing head to toe J Crew. Crew, <laughs> you look like a dental student. Yeah, look at this basic Asian. He'll help me. Do. Can, can you speak Mandarin or? Uh, I can. And it's like, it's very frustrating because like, there's definitely like transference that happens because then I am literally just helping my parents. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm always That's like, hard. okay, like I have to be, so I'm like activated and have to be calm at the same time. Right. And normally it's fine. Um, sometimes though, because like, especially if they're Chinese and I'm speaking to them in Chinese, they will expect more from me like oh, they'll expect shit. me to yeah. go above and beyond just like <laughs> point they? at the train and tell right. them what stop to get up right they'll be and like also pick up some milk on the way home yeah. Yeah. you know <laughs> they'll be like can you come with me yeah. or like yeah, you know yeah, 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 and you're yeah, like no yeah. no no, no. Right. no. I can't help you yeah absolutely not yeah that's such an interesting thing I do think there needs to be some sort of like race specific help for 
people on the subway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. there is definitely I've seen uh, a Latinx person needs help. A uh, an, an older Irish dude needs help. <laughs> Asian people need help, and they're not going to go up to you know whatever right. like uh, FDNY yeah. you know people or me or Jenny. <laughs> right, God right. forbid yeah. somebody talk to. They're Jenny. in a state of pure like tunnel vision yeah. fear. Yeah, need, and they're like, yes. I'm supposed to be in the Bronx. And <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, where yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I have a whole bunch of mooncakes, yeah. <laughs> and I need to deliver these now. Right. They're in the middle of their own like private like sitcom, <laughs> like yeah. just crazy shit is going on for them, and they need someone to help them immediately yeah so i don't know i hope that it was okay i was trying to do something good but in in general it sounds like i never help people yeah. mike no, never yeah, help i should have done i mean nothing. i think that's like very nice of you but it is just it's a broken system so what can you do like i do my best not to call nine one like i'm just afraid of cops yeah i i am afraid yeah i'm, I'm like afraid. it's almost never good to call nine one. yeah unfortunately Fuck. unless it's like violent crime is happening right <laughs> Anyways, what kind, but, of, what kind of Asian are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just ends up with us lecturing Mike. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, trying to do his best. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> Mike, stay in your lane. Never help people. <laughs> yeah, just just look down. Keep your no. side of the street clean. It's really it's really great that you tried to help them. Okay, thank yeah, you. we yeah. we like convert you into like libertarianism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone <laughs> use your own resources to survive. Pull yourself up no, by I your own bootstraps. <laughs> Racial inequity does not exist. <laughs> Ah, Jenny, what kind of Asian were you this week? I was a cool teacher. Asian. Yeah. Oh. I'm just kidding. I wasn't cool at all. <laughs> okay. But I was. I was in a high school. Okay. Yes. 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 Um, happened, Mike has happened? heard the story. This will be his third time hearing this I story. I want to hear. I want to hear the story. <laughs> but essentially, to provide context, I wrote an essay in the midst of like 2020. I had this big friend breakup with a couple of my very close white friends, Fun. and so I wrote this essay in the middle of that. Uh, put it on Medium. It kind of picked up traction, but, you know, it was in 2020, had its moment. This summer, a teacher reaches out to me through my website, and he's like, oh, I'm a teacher in a public high school in Brooklyn. Um, my students are reading your essay, and we're discussing it. Would you like to come in and talk to our students about it? They, like, yeah. they're a big fan of you. Whoa, that's hugely validating. I know. So, I like, was... we read your feelings and want to teach a room full of people about them. Exactly. I was like, this is crazy, like, in an academic context. Wow. Like, I'm so incredible. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll go. And so I um, end up saying yes in the summer, so I'm not thinking about it, right? And so I, like... Start emailing him like, is there something I need to prepare, or am I just like legitimately just showing up? And he's like, oh, there'll be like a Q and A section. Maybe you can read part of your essay, but like, don't worry about it. Just show up. So uh, I Red show flags up. Right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I show up, um, and I'm going to sit in with a senior class and a freshman class. Um, and so I I have the senior class first, which I was the most scared of. Wait, hold on. Do you want to go? Do, is it important to know what the essay is about? Um, I mean, the essay essentially is about like me coming to with my Asianness okay. and like, um, this is high school students also. Yeah. Right? These are high okay. school students. And so I, yeah, my essay is essentially about like my understanding of like having to stand up for myself. Like the f- reason why I feel like I can't talk about race or didn't feel like I could talk about race or stand up for myself was like all these little things in life telling me like, I don't, my mm-hmm. voice doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and how that's kind of like upholding white supremacy. So I wrote this essay. They're talking about it in class. I show up. This class is very, um, one, like very black. Um, mm. and I was like, this is a very interesting makeup. The teacher is white. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and man. Michelle Pfeiffer vibes in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
he kind of like comes in and everyone's really kind, but it's like high school is so f- long, far away from me, sure. like where I am yeah. right now. So I don't remember the feelings of being mm-hmm. in high school. And I get there and I'm like, that's right. This feeling of like, everyone's insecure. Everyone's yeah. looking for their clicks. Like everyone like it's tribal is performing like apathy where they're just like, I don't care. Like nothing bothers them. I don't care. Like, Oh, whatever. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah. I immediately yeah. felt those vibes and I was like, Oh my God. On top of that, they all have smartphones. They're all on their phones yeah. all the time. In this class, apparently you could be on your phone. I don't like know what this class, class is. Yeah. Like in class. Okay. So they all are holding their phones. They don't care about me. Like yeah. they don't, not that like they're being rude, but they're like all teenagers. They don't care about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, we sit in a circle. They like are holding questions that he printed out and they're like asking me questions. And to be honest, like the questions about race were like, really well thought out in a way where I was like, I can't believe y'all are able to like put these into words. So I was really impressed by that. Mm. Like Gen Z is very, very good at talking about this stuff in a way that we were not right Right. in a way that we found out about five years ago. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Me for two years ago. I like literally wrote this essay two years ago. Right. Right. Um, And so they asked me a lot of questions and that, that part was great, but then immediately it right turns into, so you're a comedian. And so we start talking about comedy stuff. And then they're like, can I get a rep? Can you get me a rep? (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, what have you done? You know? And I'm like, oh boy, like this is just spiraling into me thinking about my career. And then he goes, let's watch some of her stuff. He goes to my website, puts it up on the projector and starts playing my mod sketches I wrote. I'm not in them and plays my UCB live mod sketches, which is a three minute, like 30 second live sketch from 2019. What was the sketch about? It's about... People in World War One <laughs> to be who are like obsessed with drinking water and being like, I'm so hydrated. Like that was a sketch, and I and he was like, let's play this one, and I was like, this is no 16 year old is interested in seeing a sketch about World War One. Yeah, and so he puts it up on the screen, makes me sit next to the screen facing the students. So I'm just watching the students <laughs> board, watching my UCB sketch it's from like 2019. It's like a focus group. No, I know. no, this was, this was actually a scared straight. Oh. You know what I'm saying? This was like, dude, look what could happen to yeah. you. Yeah. Go to law school. Yeah, go to you law talk school. about race too much. Yeah, don't do this, whatever this is. I, I've, I was like, first of all, I was like, wow, this is one of the weirdest experiences I've had in a while. But two, I was just like, Man, did I make a mistake doing comedy? Like, oh my what gosh. am I doing? Wow. And then in the freshman class, it ended with with him making me do an improv set. Wait, hold on. You did two classes? I did two classes. He made you, you do an improv with the students? So the students were like obviously like being like, well, tell us a joke. And I was like, I'm not a stand-up comedian. I, I like don't have a joke. And even if I had a joke, don't tell me what to do. You're yeah, 14. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Stop I hurting like, my feelings. Like, this one girl was like tr- going after me. And I was like, do you have a joke? Like I was about to fight her. I was like, are we enemies now? <laughs> and then she's like, then do something. And I said, then we're going to do improv and you're going to do it with me. I literally made her be in my improv set. Wow. Oh my God. And then, so then we ended up doing improv and it, she was just like, no one knows how to do improv. And they're all 14 year olds who are trying to derail me. And so I just, it ended up being me, me, being me yelling at them. <laughs> and he just filmed the whole thing. And I was like doing this this ad hoc improv set with four 14 year olds who uh... don't have any interest in improv. I, it was one of the weirdest experiences. It sounds like a fucking nightmare. This this is, is, at a certain point, I was like, this has nothing to do with race. <laughs> this is about embarrassing me as right. a comedian. This is, <laughs> this is crazy. This is about you like trying to melt into a puddle and then they're yeah. like screaming at you the whole time. Exactly. So that was my day yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> I, am making, I am making the Pikachu sh- shocked face, you know, right now, this whole time. That's I, nuts. I, it was like really, it was really, I had a moment where I was like, what? 
did I say yes to? Yeah. I have I have done uh, corporate or improv workshops yeah. for high school students who could not give less of a shit. Yeah, like there's after you reach like fourth grade like kids do not give a shit about they you at all anymore. and like i've done improv like in an auditorium for like a school of adhd students like oh, high school wow. students who wow. were like 11th and 12th grade who were screaming bananas crazy the whole time and like it was, it was like it was like in being tra- in charge of quelling a riot yeah and, that was an auditorium. <laughs> and so like but i've also done like the the, the classroom where they're all just like we have to get up. We have to move these yes. chairs. Yeah, Are you kidding on. me? Yeah, I hate yeah. this. And he put us in a he put us in a seating arrangement to start the scene. So I was like, so we're in a car. Like he just like forced us into a scene. And I was like, oh so I don't God. even get to decide what. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna let me do improv, let me do improv. Like, oh come on. God. I would love it if the teacher just kept doing improv with you. Like he's the one. I who know. You, he, he 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 wishes he was. Doing <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. He was. He made it happen because that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. And you can never ever make anyone watch or participate in improv if they are not sold on it. Totally. Yeah, no it way. is impossible. No and way. 14 year olds, they're not sold on it at all. They don't, actually don't even know what it is. I said it and they're like, we don't know what that is. And then he's like, you're going to do it. And I was like, cool. This is a cool spot to be in. Did you get me. paid? No, of course not. Oh my God. Oh, it was out of the goodness of my heart. Because I thought oh, we were right. talking about never, my Just essay. like Mike, never help people, Jenny. <laughs> Stop never helping. help Stop people. Stop helping the next generation. I know. I was like, they're reading my words. We're going to talk about like race dynamics. And then we're like, he's like, do an improv set. <laughs> like, this is not what I envisioned at all. Wow. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to be like holding forth on my like revelations about race yeah. as a minority in a predominantly white <laughs> exactly. culture. And instead you're like, uh, I'm yeah. here to return this condom because exactly. it's broken. <laughs> uh, transaction scene. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of um, inspiring the next generation. Oh, my God. I had to do a few high school talks. They were over Zoom, though. Yeah. So that helped. Oh, and yeah. also, um, they, I had to do one for like a very, it, it was like, um, my friend's a teacher in this like very fancy high school and I could only, I could see the class through, um, you know, like through a camera, but it was like a class, class level camera. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was like, you could see the room and I've done so many zoom shows where absolutely like, it's just quiet. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I just did that. I was just like talking into the ether. Yeah. You're doing a set. Yeah. I, did I do a set? No, I, uh, we, we, there was like, there was like a couple of us. There was like three of us. So that helped. It was like, we spread the shame Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. and the other people, (laughs) the other people, there was like one, you know, graphic designer, there was another person who was like a writer and like somebody else who was like an athlete. And it was like, you know, it was all about like career, like non-traditional career type things. Yeah. So that kind of helped. And I think it was like if, um, oh, the the, th- the way I, I think I won them over mm-hmm. was I talk shit about capitalism. Yeah. And when you like hit on a nerve, some, like a yeah. kind of a thing they've seen a bunch of times, they kind of perk up a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. So next time, if you want to, you know, well, no, I over did... some teenagers. <laughs> okay. I got, I had them for the part where we're talking about serious things. Okay. Where I lost them was, was when the he comedy. played three minutes and 30 seconds of a sketch of a on the That would never comedy. work. Yeah. Like, wow. that's where I lost them. I was like, oh my God, what is this? That's great. That's great. Oh my God. This is a tricky thing to talk about. Personally, as a man, as a dude, and I'm talking about my hair. Yes, I have hair. Okay. I'm sensitive about it. I wanted to, to find a treatment for hair growth that took into account my whole body. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. 
Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics to multi-target the root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Hey, in a clinical study, men showed progressive improvements in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com men and entering the promo code Asian to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com men spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men promo code Asian. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a simple way to start my day on the right foot. I didn't want to take a million pills or chug all sorts of gross juices. Now I have something I actually look forward to each morning. With one scoop of of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, yum, probiotics, and adaptogens. It helps me support my energy, recovery, focus, and aging. With Athletic Greens, all I do is wake up, put one scoop in some water, shake it up, and drink it up before my workout. I'll have it before my cringy jujitsu class, or maybe I'll do some after writing in the morning. It's fast and easy, and I can get on with my day. I drink it along with my morning coffee, and it just makes me feel cuddly, man. Athletic Greens is lifestyle friendly, whether that means keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, and it costs you less than $3 a day, and it's cheaper than buying all the supplements separately. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash asianotasian. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash asianotasian to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, that's, we're learning a lot about on, on this podcast. It's also like you got ambushed. <laughs> I know. It was an ambush. It, it was an ambush. Yeah, it was an ambush. Oh. And I was like, and and that also was. I did have a moment where I was like, thank God I'm not young anymore. Like, oh yeah, I could yeah. feel their feelings of like they don't know what's going on. Like, right. they can't control things. Like, I could feel them performing cool to other people on right. their tables. Like, I just had this moment where I was like, man, this age sucks. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so hard. It's being so them. fraught. Everything is just like you're being judged constantly. Yes. Yeah, and I saw the clicks so clearly because uh. I had to go to the different tables, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can feel all the clicks so defined like mm-hmm. the second i found like the nerds i was like i love them yeah these right. are my people yeah 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 yeah. and like right. i was like this is where i followed fit them in. on instagram yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> there's it's also like so much fear like you're not gonna get them to do improv if they're exactly. like constantly trying to control and like not and like f- be invulnerable yeah. to right. everything oh, no. yeah because no. they're like performing cool or performing not caring and i was like this is also like what an exhausting place to be in in your life like, they can't even be excited if they want to be excited. Mm-hmm. It's weird that, like, everybody is so... Because I, I think, in general, a lot of... I mean, teenagers in particular, but I think it's a thing on the internet in particular to be... I Nothing bothers me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where, like, I feel like 
everything bothers me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's like my thing. I did right. I did one girl ranted to me about what time you could go to the bathroom. Like she's like be- 10 minutes before class, 10 minutes after class you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. They lock the bathrooms and she like told me the whole system and she's like they should make it this and I was like, "Girl, I like this passion." Boom. Like this is what I want. <laughs> that's yeah. our se- that, yeah. that's that's the improv. That's right. the improv. No, yeah. I mean, honestly, like you I would have done like short form with them. Uh, I Just be done like, it. "Okay, like ranting monologue or yeah, something or But like... I did not have that freedom. He put us in a car. He gave me a frisbee. He goes, "That's your steering wheel." He like told me what to do. I was like, "So you're giving me a scene." What steering wheel? Okay. <laughs> You know Does what? He know what improv. You know what? Think so. You know what? Can't even blame the kids. You yeah. really can't. Right? I know. They're right. just trying. They're trying You're their right. best. I know. It You're wasn't right. the kids' you know? fault. They're right. They're they're on they're on shop bop. Okay. Yeah. They're just trying to get through the shop fucking day. Bop. They're on be real. They're yeah. shop bopping. They're shop bopping. They're dabbing. I, they don't do that anymore. They don't but dab anymore. They dab just... ironically because it was from five years ago. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Let's make it draggy this is, millennials. This is the teacher's fault. This yeah. really yes. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Yes, yes. yes. I, I was perhaps a little too harsh on the students before. It's, it's clearly the, <laughs> Let's the teacher's fault. Let's turn the blame fault. to the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's definitely not your fault, Jenny. Thank that you. Is I did my most best. important thing. I really did my best. <laughs> Woody, what kind of Asian were you this week? Uh, <clears throat> I was a working Asian because I was on set on Monday. Oh, hey! Uh, booked and blast. Booked and blast. Um, <laughs> I was on a show that uh, stars a uh, female Asian comedian that okay. films in Queens. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I think we all know what it is. Yeah. Um, but it was great. I was on set, and this was my third day on set with uh, this with this production. Uh-huh. And I was very... Because it was my third time I went, I was like, okay, I'm just going to try to focus on having fun and being relational. Because the first two times I was very like, okay, I have to like deliver. Yeah, I have to deliver. be hilarious. Yeah. Right. I got to hit these jokes. I got to do it consistently. Like, and it was very like me, me, me in a silo. Yeah. And the third time I was like, no, like I need, and this is an improv thing, right? Is like be in relation to. It's mm-hmm. like the funny thing is always like. Two people uh, coming right. off each other as opposed to like me just yeah. generating like Jim Carrey, like a crazy person or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I was very focused on doing that. And um, I also was trying this thing <clears throat> where I was changing. I was adding a joke, a different joke every take. Oh, yeah. So I like found one place where I would just like insert a different joke every time. Yeah. And I was like, if they don't like this, they'll tell me to stop. Right. But I'm just going to keep doing it unless... Yeah, they yeah tell that's me that. cool. That's cool. Did that work? It did work. That's nice. awesome. It worked. It worked. Oh, uh, that feels good. I made, that must feel good. I man. made her break on one take. Oh! And I was like, I was like, I did my job. I feel like a good boy. I'm gonna go home and eat a cookie now. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, are you uh, are you are you recurring on that? Or is that like a uh, for this upcoming season? Unless they cut all of me out. Yes. What's the best part about fall? All of the soup, leaves changing, sweater weather. Well, whatever it is, this autumn, make sure to get your COVID booster. Protect yourself and others by getting an updated COVID vaccine, especially if you're planning on getting together with family. And if you are 50 or older, you are at greater risk for hospitalization and death, particularly if you have a chronic disease. So get an updated vaccine now. Need more information? Talk to a doctor. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Have you been searching for something to fill that void in your heart? Are you looking for the ultimate meaning of life? Well, unfortunately, we don't have those answers, but we've got another great podcast for you to check out. Worst Asian Podcast. Yes, you heard that right. Worst Asian Podcast, where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. Ever been to a bar and you kept eavesdropping on the loudest dudes at the next table? Guess what? That's us. 
It's guaranteed A-tier banter, only possible from two lifelong friends based out of Queens, New York. What's that you say? You prefer something a little more real-real? We also have fun chats with some of the top personalities in the Asian community. Past guests of the podcast include Paul Lee, a.k.a. Appa, from Kim's Convenience. Miss America Emma Burroughs, the first Korean-American to ever be crowned. Stefan Kim, unarguably America's sexiest Asian journalist. Search Worst Asian Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or visit www.worstasianpod.com. See you soon! Yay! It. Congratulations! I've seen you like popping up in all sorts of. Little I'm things. in random little things here and there. I, oh my god! I was watching Girls Five Eva. I literally was watching Girls Five, and I went, "What?" <laughs> when I was watching, <laughs> what? I was like, "Like what?" Are you? I don't know if I was by myself, but I remember like pointing at it, and then I was like, "I don't know what to do." Like, yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> like right. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, meme, like, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that one. Yeah, <gasps> that's what I. I was watching um, for all mankind, and then my friend that I went to high school with, Cass Bouguet, was in an episode, and I like chest. Yeah, like uh, you just it's must. You, exactly, you, can't you just have to, you have to point it out, and then you go, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't right. know what to do from here. And if here. you're by yourself, you're like, yeah. <laughs> okay, occasionally, you might text that person right then and there and just be like, hey, I saw you, dumbass. You right. Yeah. You yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I'm um, so glad. That was my that was my thing this week that I've like been coasting on for the rest of the week. That's so, awesome. We've been trying to figure out like, because I wanted, we, I wanted like a very chill guest today. I told the, you know, uh, our producer and Jenny, I was like, I want a really chill guest yeah, today. Yeah, did say that. <laughs> and literally, I was like, you, Woody, you're kind of like my, you're my ultimate Pikachu where I'm like, I need, <laughs> need a solid guest who is just like, I'll be there, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can call you. I swear to fucking God, I swear sometimes. I got I nothing going on. <laughs> no, no. Nothing no, going on. I can on. call you at like 2.30 in the morning and, and I'm like, yo, what you doing? And you're like, nothing, dicking around. Every single time you always say, I'm dicking around. <laughs> You don't sleep, you don't eat, you just dick around all day. Right, right. And I'm, I'm like, actually Yo. staring at my phone waiting for the notification <laughs> yeah, to yeah, drop. Yeah. And uh and, and I, I feel like I just like activate you like fucking Jason Bourne assassin. Oh okay? my god. You're my favorite like, film franchise. Yeah, you go. I just go I just go and the the, the key word is story of the week. And then you just go, yes, and you go and I need the target and you go there and you assassinate. <laughs> right. So but I one day want to have something where I'm like, yo, what you doing? And you're like, uh, I'm I'm in Hollywood or I don't know what the fuck you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't because I'm now famous or I'm doing this thing. So I'm LOL. glad that you're like working and doing no, stuff. No, I will always I will always come to this podcast until the day I die. Oh wait, actually this is the thing that I forgot. Um SJ son, my yeah. dear sweet friend and friend of the podcast, uh was I went to get dinner with her at Die and Die in Greenpoint. Have you been oh, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vietnamese place? D&D. Oh. We were, D&D, yes. And so we were there and the hostess, whose name I forget, unfortunately, she was like, oh, hey, are you SJ and Woody? And we we're like, yes. And then she was like, I know you from from the podcast. Oh. And we were like, oh, like our podcast, Emotional Slut, that we stopped doing. <laughs> and then she was like, from Asian Hot Asian. Yeah. <laughs> So she recognized my voice from when I was a guest on Asian Asian. Oh. I was like, but I have my okay. It's not it's not relevant. I'm just glad to be seen and heard. Um, and then she got us a shot. Whoa, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wait? Do you guys ever like get recognition from the podcast? Like no, like you not, get recognition from being like on uh, the internet. On the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've never gotten a free shot out of it. I've gotten a few. Uh, f- uh, from the podcast. Although I feel all these different things, net like all these podcasts, we all nest inside of each other because I think I've been recognized once from being on Feeling Asian. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. kept going. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, ultimately yeah. all serve Ronnie, but like, you know, like it, 
Ronnie Chang. But like, you know what I'm saying? It all like we're we're all like Russian dolling inside yeah, of each other. Yeah. Right, right, right. But uh yeah, so um oh, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Shot. It's when was that? This was uh, maybe a month ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I bet if you go to D and D the you people get, there, you get the, hooked up. the people there, I know the owners there. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they're pretty cool. <laughs> oh, so you, you, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. know them, yeah. yeah. So anyways. Okay, well, let's go to D&D then. Yeah. I want a free shot. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we get out of this whole thing. Yeah. The thing I wanted to talk to you, uh, Woody, is um, you helped me. So I like submitted a little tape for, uh, you know, Sympathizer. Did not book. Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, Did you find out who did book it? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is something I w- I've been, I've been, I've been kind of wanted to to talk about a little bit. Was I I see that they're booking things for like uh, Pachenko, and they're booking things for the sympathizer, and like the um, the the little poster or whatever that they say is like we're booking for all these roles. Mm-hmm. It's always like must be fluent in Vietnamese mm-hmm. and in English, and sometimes in Chinese and old French. And <laughs> and I'm like, this is these are I feel so many projects are like amazing opportunities for Asian people. Not in America. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah for, for the future Henry Golding. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, God. you know, and hey, so glad for that. Honestly, great, mm-hmm. you know? But um, is there a role, <laughs> Mike perhaps? is smiling so yeah. hard his teeth are cracking. Where, yeah. <laughs> is there a role, perhaps, where there's an Asian person and it's required that you cannot speak another language besides English? <laughs> I need that role, okay? <laughs> anyway, so for... Um, sympathizer you walked me through this whole thing and it was very helpful um you know like i was you know i had no idea how to do any kind of reading and you mm-hmm. were like you sat me down like a fucking english you know major graduate student and you're like oh well let me think about this and that and you try to react this way um but i'm bad at this <laughs> i haven't gone I've, I've submitted a few tapes for a few things mm-hmm. um it's uh always so nerve-wracking i feel so yeah Quite frankly, stupid doing it yeah. when I'm yeah. doing the tape. I feel so dumb. Yes, yeah. yes. it's very that. dumb. The whole process is incredibly stupid. Okay, yeah. cool. So I just I just wanted to follow up with you that um I did I never paid you for this, but if I did, I would want my money back because I've never booked anything. <laughs> That's a complaint. Right? Yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. complaint. Yeah, this is a going He's on. Filing Yelp. a complaint. Right. Right well, now. I'll write you an IOU because I don't have any money to give you. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't, um, yeah. That's yeah. Was, uh, well, I mean, yes, you were right. Everything you're saying is correct. Okay, it's cool. incredibly stupid. The okay, whole process good. is dumb. Okay, great. Um, they're they're secretly hoping that Henry Golding magically exists. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. an undiscovered person who's actually perfect and like casually perfect on camera yes. and stunning and devastating. Right. Um, that person doesn't exist generally, or or they're Henry Golding. You know what I mean? Or yeah. that per, or they scour the earth to find that person. And, and actually, w- when you list out all those things, those are actually the opposite of me. I am none of those things. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, you you I I assume that person must exist because you have found me, and I am the opposite. You know, and the <laughs> right, way that right, right, right. you know what I'm saying the yes. way that Higgs bosons if work. If you're the antimatter exactly. version of someone, there's got to <laughs> be there's got to be the anti me somewhere yeah, who's yeah, perfect. Right, but you have found. You're close. Right. You found Casting the opposite. Casting Dexter's like, well, we, we're, well, good news is we found the exact polar opposite of everything we <laughs> no, need. No, yeah. we found the anti-Christ. <laughs> right, right. We just have to find Christ. Right. So if we if we believe in the balance of the universe, yeah, then yeah, the good yeah. news is... If there's positive spin else. on this electron, there's negative spin on this, another electron somewhere because of quantum entanglement. Yeah. And you found the negative right, spin right. guy. So we're actually closer if you think about it. Yes. <laughs> this is a failing casting director saying this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So drinking. when you think about it, it's actually really working yeah. out for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting... in 24 hours. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. Um, okay. 
but that person does eventually but also the thing is that person doesn't exist because like that's what they think what they're looking for yeah. and all you have to do is come in and be a very specific thing and they'll be like ooh this is not what we thought but maybe this guy because he's so specifically this other thing i mean there's no there's no rules to any of that that's yeah. why it's like endlessly dis- like upsetting to me who believes in a meritocracy i'm always oh, like yeah, if you yeah. work hard you'll oh, get the yeah. thing and like this industry is like zero of that yes well that, well, that was uh so so the last tape i did i had to do um it was like a uh, a bitchy receptionist right and i remember i can't remember if it was you who told me or somebody told me it was like always oh, just bring yourself to the thing mm-hmm. and i was sitting there doing it and i was like the lines were very bitchy. The lines were like, you know, you shouldn't have brought me these flowers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, very sarcastic. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I would never be this rude to someone right. as mm-hmm. a receptionist. Right, right. If I was a receptionist, I'd be like, thank you for coming. Right. Oh, God, let me help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is the opposite of me. And then I, I realized that the way I want to do it is to do it um, in a in a over the top, not over the top, but like a character way that was not me. So mm-hmm. in other words, mm-hmm. not me at all. Right. Yeah. Right. Because at the very least, it sounded more fun to do. Mm-hmm. Because if it was just me, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's like that. That's like character actor stuff, right? Okay. That's like Stephen Root or like James Urbaniak, like all these actors who like pocket themselves in very specific characters for the role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's very. Also hard to do in a different way, but sure. doable. Mm. Um, I always try to do like the most me version, but like, yeah, like half the time, like I'll get, for example, I'll get a lot of like, every once in a while I'll get an audition that's like, okay, we want sassy uh, sassy stylist, yeah. right? And I'll look at it, I'm like, okay, this is all obviously coded language for yes. gay hairstylist. <laughs> and I, I say no to those roles because... Right. Especially if it's comedy, yeah. I don't want to put on yeah, gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, uh, I don't want to like take away a role from like a gay actor. I right. don't want to like pretend to be gay for hilarious jokes, right? Yeah. Like, right. I, it's just the whole thing. I'm like, it doesn't yeah, feel right work. to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, if it's like a Japanese role, I'll be like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'm right. I'm in there. I'll learn the language phonetically. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um. So I think it's also like whatever you're comfortable with, you know what yeah, I mean? Because because totally. if you're sitting there being like, "Thank you for being me these flowers," I hate you, and it's like clear that we're watching someone who doesn't like what they're doing. Yeah. Then like yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. that no yeah. one that's not going to help anybody. Cool. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Well, you still acting own, is hard. Acting it is hard, um, and you still owe me money. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> at the end of the day, this is still a complaint. Um. Yeah. That's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. Uh, we were talking. Um, Jenny and I. We. We're, we're going to talk about why we were out on, on the next episode, but... You guys were out last night, right? We were out last uh, night. Yeah. You were getting... Well, I didn't get too sauce. No, no. Uh, Jen, how about you? Did you I, get, didn't get, I didn't get too, too sauce. Too crazy? Do you guys <laughs> know sauce. the Notorious MSG? No. Okay. Sounds familiar. They were, in the early 2000s, they were like a, a joke hip-hop group. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was three guys, three Asian guys, and they were called Notorious MSG, and they did like joke raps. Okay. And they were great. Very, very theatrical, very fun. And like one of them... One of their songs was, the chorus was, my face is gonna get real red tonight. <laughs> my face is gonna get... You, very funny. Jenny did have... I did. Uh, what did you my have? My Pepsi AC. You have your Pepsi AC. To avoid Boom. the Asian glow. And you didn't Boom. have Asian Asian glow. Thank I didn't. You, at least yeah. I didn't notice any. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were out, and uh, this is... Um, 
I just I don't I, this is just a random topic, but something I just wanted to talk about because I feel it was it was something that kind of stuck in my mind. Just going out to bars. Yeah. So we were out in the West Village, and I was telling Jenny, I used to live in that area, like in on like maybe for, on Fourteenth Street, and I feel like yes, New York City is back, but somehow it's only the young hot rich generally white people who are back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i feel we maybe I, I don't know what happened to everybody else we were walk, i was walking around we were walking around west village and it's just like clumps of like well-to-do looking stylish white people white, yeah just like everywhere you went it was yeah. almost like comical i mean you know that it's bad when not even asian people were there <laughs> I was like, damn, not even Asian people are here? It really was white people. It was really white, yeah, you yeah. know? And um, I mean, that's the West Village also. It is. it is the West Village. I give you that. We're in a very, yeah, we were in a very specific pocket. We really were. We really were. But uh, I was out, we were out, and um, we go to uh, a couple bars just to get a couple drinks. And I, we were talking about this before we started recording, but um, just being in a bar was just very, I, I hadn't really been out in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was, I feel like I didn't, It. how do I say this? I was glad that I don't have to do this all the time. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? What, what, do you mean like because last, because you, you remember what it's like to be a single guy in a bar and that's terrible or just being in a bar in general is terrible? I think, I like being in bars. Um, but I think it was, yeah, kind of with, you know, the whole performative thing. You mm-hmm. know, when you get older, you are performing your cool act, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, in the bar, mm-hmm. right? You're like, mm-hmm. look at me. I'm not looking, but I'm looking and I'm just- If you're laughing. single, you mean, or in general? I think in, I think if you're single mm-hmm. and if you're a certain certain, certain age, right. I think as you get older, you're kind of like, well, it's too late for me, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> you're just like, ah, oh, now I've become the bar Well, fight. I'm just yeah. going to polish my gun. <laughs> So, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to have a little like thing about like, kind of like bar experiences. I don't know if you have like any, like, you know, any thoughts on going to bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm well, uh, I, I told the story right before we filmed, oh, before we started, but basically, yes, I went to a bar in Williamsburg. So also, I mean, when more, was this? So like, this was a month ago. Oh, a little oh, while ago. Rec- uh, very I, recently. I, I thought it was recent. Um, <laughs> And uh, it was me and my girlfriend, and then she's outside waiting, and I go inside, and it's like 10 o'clock, and it's that early part of the night where no one's drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's still scoping, you know? And you feel that energy, because I know that energy, because oh, I yeah. would have that energy when I was in my 20s and 30s, like, walking around like, mm, okay, maybe, maybe. Like, <laughs> Is that your voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm at a bar now. Oh, my God. Just imagine this there's, hand there's, movement. Yeah. What are you, a gremlin? Nothing like, good yeah. can happen tonight. And so... <laughs> You know what I mean? You're just, it's just like that prowl, like shitty, toxic, yeah. single guy energy where yeah. it's like, maybe, maybe I can talk to this person if I like am drunk enough or like the right sequence of magical things happen or, you know, yeah. it's just, it, it's bad, bad vibes. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucking thankful. I don't have to deal with this anymore. I have a partner that I love that I don't go to bars like prowling and like, because yeah. when you're single and you go out, there's always, you're always only 50% present. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you're out, because the other 50% is like, oh, other single people here. Right. Maybe. Maybe. And so I'm so glad that that all of that, that other 50% of anxiety is gone now. Um, And so I was at the bar and I got a drink and this woman next to me goes, oh, nice shirt. And I'm wearing like my, my, my loud 
like bird shirt and oh you know my loud bird yeah, shirt yeah 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 I and love that shirt. yeah, yeah. It's so loud it's bird so loud uh, and I'm like oh thank you and immediately in my 20s I would have been like oh why are you talking to me <laughs> like I would not have understood that someone was talking to me even though I'm on the prowl yeah, you know yeah, right? yeah 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 and so but as an adult within a relationship I'm like oh. You don't have to say that to me. It's possible you're being polite, but it's possible also you're sniffing my butt a little bit to see if I'll bite back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thanks. Um, my go-to joke for the shirt. I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm afraid it makes me look like a Trader Joe's employee. And then she's like, oh, no. It looks really good on you. Oh. Right? So she like pivoted into <laughs> wow. like a full-on compliment. Ooh, yeah. And then I felt <laughs> I felt so good. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so good. I've been dining on that for like the, like the last month. Cause Dying I because like all I need now that I'm in a relationship is like one compliment. Yeah. Oh yeah. And for the next like four years, I'm fine. No, absolutely. Oh, and yes. Yeah. Yo, Jenny, go ahead. Well, okay, can I say something though? I I don't I guess I still kind of still go to bars. But I never am. I never talk to strangers in bars, and I actually right. go in not even thinking. I even throughout my twenties, I never had the idea that you can meet someone at a bar. Is that crazy? Well, am I weird? No, I don't know. I mean, I well, I was gonna ask you what like sort of your because I definitely hear what you're saying as far as if you're a single dude going into a bar. I mean, a certain kind of bar, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm. not Buffalo Wild Wings, but like actually, maybe who knows. <laughs> You know, Dave and Buster's, you know, like yeah. you go into a certain kind of bar and you're with your buddies and it's that kind of night. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, mm-hmm. you know, you're wearing your fancy Hawaiian shirt, you know, right. you're, you got right. your, your boys, you know, you got, you got your jokes ready. You got right. your jokes ready on your note cards and you're ready to go. And yes, then you're kind of like, OK, I'm yeah, like on the periphery, I got my radar. going. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely understand that mentality, but I wanted to see if I, I could see where. Uh, you don't have that, especially if you're a woman. You're just kind of like just doing your thing. Yeah, I've literally never gone to a bar thinking I'll talk to a stranger. I think mm-hmm. I'm afraid of strangers in general. Well, yeah. Have you gotten hit on at a bar? Um, I'm sure I have, and I'm sure I I was just like ha ha, and like walked right. away because <laughs> right. I like don't do well with that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that well, because you didn't you weren't into them? Like if you were into them and you're like, oh, you're cute and kind of funny, would you still? Be reacting that way? No, I think I'm probably just I'm not into them. But I will say, um, I saw my friend last night after I saw my kind of had a long night. Um, but we were talking, we were reminiscing in our 20s. We went to a wine bar in San Francisco, and then uh, we ended up like hanging out with the bartender and his friend who was there hanging out with the bartender, like like this whatever, like the uh, this like quiet <laughs> upscale wine bar. And then he's like, "My shift's almost over. Do you want to go?" karaoke and the four of us went karaoke whoa i for, kind of forgotten about this memory this is like probably like early 20s um and then we went karaoke and then they paid for everything wow and then we were just like okay bye like we just like yeah. left afterwards mm-hmm. i think that's kind of who i am which is like i don't I'm, i don't even think about the possibility that someone's flirting with me i'm mm-hmm. just like this is friendship bye. <laughs> yeah. thank even you though, for the friendship drinks yeah, and karaoke <laughs> yeah thanks for taking us out to all the drinks and then like hanging out with us for hours on end afterwards have a good night. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Right. Like, they didn't talk they didn't, to you never again. They didn't like ask for you know. No, they didn't contacts or anything like that. Like they were, I maybe they just got such a vibe from us that we're like we're friends and they were like <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna get anywhere. But I think also at that age, everyone doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, right. Everyone's still kind of play acting, yes. like yeah, putting that. on adulthood. Right. Like because I feel like if I was even just a little bit emotionally more mature in my twenties, I would have like 
been a Casanova because I would have been like, mm. hey, I'm going to be direct. Okay, slow down yeah. there, Woody. Okay, and Casanova. <laughs> really? You're going to go there? A if I had Casanova. a little bit of a emotional I would have been maturity, a I would have been closing deals left and right. Been, it really? Been, I, meaning, I feel like I would have, if I was able to speak to how I actually felt instead sure. of just kind of being like, if I just am like the magical amount of drunk right. and they are also the magical amount of drunk and we have like uh, this connection and maybe it'll happen. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I was just able to speak more of like, hey, you seem really cool. Like, can I grab your right. drink? If you don't want to, that's fine. But yeah. like, I feel like maybe it would be fun if we had a conversation. Like, yeah. even like that, I feel like is way more forward oh, yeah. and like, uh, and straightforward and like less creepy if, totally. the, if they're into you. Totally. I, yeah. I but think, I never would have done that. No. Yeah. Never would have done that. And I don't that. think anyone, oh, maybe people are more mature now. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that I was wondering if there's a resurgence in me people meeting IRL, mm -hmm. you know, because right. we were talking earlier about like apps and yeah, I've never heard anyone be like, man, so glad I'm on all the apps. Yeah. <laughs> They're so, I've never heard any like, yeah. so one best case scenario is like, it's okay. You know, right. I'm, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Most people are, it's, um, a nightmare. it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's yeah. a nightmare. And so uh, people, I think, might be interested in like how do I do this without having to do the apps or 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 at least like have the option of having the apps but then also not have to rely on the apps mm -hmm. you know what yeah. I'm saying mm -hmm. so I I wonder if people are doing that that's why I kind of want to was interested I would love to hear from any of our fans if you want to get up on here and leave us a voicemail about being on bars you can leave us a voicemail at 646-809-7231 <laughs> and I want to hear some bar stories but um yeah I think I have, I sometimes think that if in my worst nightmares, I was single again, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't think, I think that if I uh, met someone I was interested in, they would be just, just, I, I'm, I'm too emotionally mature now where I'm just like, this is what I would like mm -hmm. from you. <laughs> right. That sounded creepy. But that like, you know what I'm saying? the first thing you say? No, yeah, uh, I would say like, "Hey, I think you're really cool. Let's let's hang out and I have see. a drink." And right. I would just be like, "There." Yeah. And right. if right. you don't want to, totally cool. Yeah. And but we'll never talk again. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it, there's it's it's very easy to say that thing, but if you're not prepared for mm -hmm. those ramifications, mm -hmm. it's much easier to do other stuff like be on apps. I think I don't know. I could be totally. I could, could be completely wrong. Mm -hmm. but I no, don't absolutely. You, you know, absolutely. I think that you become less sentimental the older you get. Yeah, but yeah. I Listen, think we're old, flabby people now. <laughs> all of us, all three of us, all, all, yeah, flabby. Us are flabby. all of us are so flabby now. You know, I mean, yesterday <laughs> at, on the West Village, no flabby people. Yeah, everyone. Right. But also, everyone looked exactly the same. Yes, er <laughs> like right. the same outfit. Yes, right. And hair. Yes, it's like, all. Wow. It's all like high rise, light colored jeans. Mm -hmm. Halter tops, black, black top. halter top thingies. Sometimes a leather blazer. Yeah. Right. Is, is this like rich and white, like yeah. or like rich sure. European white, or no, no. it's like basic white? No, no. These are definitely people they moved here from Chicago. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and then for guys, it's the bro kind of like barstool sports look, where yeah. it's like slim jeans, maybe not super tight, but slim. Ugh. Um, you know, like a um, you know, a uh, some sort of performance tee. <laughs> <laughs> like an Under Armour shirt, kind of. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, like no, no, but like, but like, oh, um, something that makes it look like, oh, I golf, <laughs> you know. But I'm still pretty fit, you know. Okay. And I'm, and I'm drinking a Bush Light. <laughs> Anyways, like Young Republican. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. A lot of Chads. A lot yeah. of guys named Chad or yeah, Taylor. Yeah. Taylors. Connors. <laughs> yeah, it's probably 60% Taylor. Yeah, 60% women, Taylors yeah. out there. Oh, my God. You're in the wrong neighborhood. Oh, for I mean, sure. you're, what you're describing is hell. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> you're walking through the West Village in, on, a, like, a Friday night. I know. Oh, my God. It was, a weird, it was a weird experience. Yeah, it was very weird. And let me tell you, too, just, just very quickly before we kill ourselves. So, <laughs> you know, now when I do comedy, it, it affects my comedy because these are the people who are in the clubs now. Right. Mm. So when I'm going and doing a set, mm-hmm. I'm looking and I'm right. like, it's 40% Connors, 40% Taylors, of which the Taylors are half and half girls and boys. Mm-hmm. Some of the girl guys are named Taylor. Some of the girls are named Taylor. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, how do I, a Vietnamese man in his 40s with a son, connect with Taylor Connors? Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And it is, I grapple with it every night. <laughs> This is this is the the boulder you push out to the top of the hill so, every single night. You know, and and as you were trying to connect with 14-year-olds, yes. I'm trying to connect with like 25-year-olds. <laughs> and they could be on their phones, they could also not give a shit and they're also performing. Right. right. Man, I am so amazed how much I'm wrapping this episode up. Yeah, yeah it's kind of beautiful. You're yeah. Kind of the theme. And like a I just don't know. Right yeah, I know seriously. I just don't know how to do it and you know I got my little bits and I can make people laugh because I can make fun of myself you know mm-hmm. so that's my thing um, but you know it it's always something I'm like clawing at I'm like okay yeah. how do I how do I right. connect with these people um, even though I'm very different from them and you know that kind of thing none of right. them own sweater vests I, well, so I mean but this is you know what you're, you're describing is like uh, Asian creative yes. uh, the dilemma right is like how do I make my particular <clears throat> specific trauma palatable to you a white person yeah yeah. essentially yes, yes. Um, in a way that I don't have to explain too much of it mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and that is that's the skill set and some people do it by like figuring it out by going through it and like have actually having figured out how what that means. And other people do it by just like not yeah. addressing it at all. Right. Yeah. Right. Very true. And either way, it's like when you go on stage, they see what you look like. So you do they have do. to speak to it to, in a certain way. Yeah. yeah. They do. Um, it's always there. It's always it there. It is. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Great to have you on the show, Woody. Yeah. Yes, thank you for doing this. Look, I think the, the next show. time we do the show, it should be in um, a high school freshman class. <laughs> yeah, and we were forced to use a Frisbee <laughs> as a steering wheel. For frisbee and a steering wheel. Um, <laughs> Into a and well, the high school's in a, in the West Village. We'll play a video of the podcast, <laughs> yeah. an hour of it for the for the class to watch. Okay, and here's the scene. You're in a bar and you're single. Okay? <laughs> so it's, it's like meta. So it's like you're you're like, you're like we're incepting ourselves. Right, yeah. right, okay, we're just deeper and deeper. And the goes. other people in the bar are high school freshmen <laughs> they're named taylor some yeah. of them oh my gosh um well thank you very much uh woody for uh, uh coming on here um very quickly i just also wanted to uh uh let people know that if you are interested in checking us out and our um lives i don't know uh you there's 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 different ways to do it you can check us out uh at a live show october 28th that's going to be in new york city um, and it's a caveat uh, again October 28th uh, tickets are available in the episode description mm, and that's we're a live recording the podcast a live yes. recording the podcast and it's gonna be a lot of fun we're kind of we're, we're putting it together it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be great um, if you're in Los Angeles October 20th there is a uh, hack city um, uh, and that uh, is going to be in West Hollywood Fumi is going to be doing that uh, so Fumi will be over there and uh, Jenny and I are not going to be there, but it's going to be a great time. Uh, so check, definitely check those out. Uh, Woody, again, thanks very much for coming on here. How can our fans find you? Oh, my God. 
Do you remember Panda? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Instagram at Woody Foo, W-O-O-D-Y-F-U. Yo, check him out and his hopefully character who has not been cut out of any episodes. Mm. On an episode of an Asian person in Queens, which is funny, which we will not say. You can find us on the podcast, Asian Not Asian Pod. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. And I'm at JanuaryMoto. And until uh, then, everybody. Um, hmm. Hmm. What's the parting word of wisdom? <sighs> Don't help anybody. Don't help yeah. people. <laughs> Do not help another living soul. Live only for yourself. <laughs> Live for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Become a libertarian. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.